Hi everyone, welcome to the Just Asian Things podcast. I'm Chris Trung. And I'm John Nguyen. And we're here to talk about Just Just Asian Things. Random Asian topics that range from serious matters like Asians and mainstream media to... Just random bullshit where we're just going to shoot the shit and talk about nonsense. Like, do Asians use dishwashers? Do Asians need to leave their shoes at the door? Can they walk inside? And how is the best way to disappoint your parents? That's easy. That's easy. Start a podcast. (laughs) All the skills I used to know, forgotten. Forgotten. You just, you don't keep up with it. You like forgot. Even Vietnamese, like speaking Vietnamese, forgotten. Terrible. Vietnamese, man. Uh, so this is gonna be just Asian things in Vietnamese now. Ching qua, ching. Wait, wait. <laughs> maybe I should practice more Vietnamese. <laughs> Fucking dude. Chào quý vị. Chào quý vị. Anh là Chris Trung. <laughs> Why are you speaking so soft now in Vietnamese? I don't know. Like, that's why, like, my Vietnamese voice is like a soft-spoken voice. It is true though. Whenever I speak Vietnamese, I do speak in a softer tone. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird how that happens. Dude, isn't it? Like naturally. So weird how Vietnamese has so many different accent marks. Yeah. There's like a upwards accent mark. There's like a downwards accent mark. Yeah. There's like a house looking accent mark. The squiggly ones. They're the squiggly ones. There's Dots? a question mark. You're right. It's like a sideways question mark, right? No, no, no. It's like an actual question mark. Oh, really? Say. Yeah, it's an actual like question above, mark. Like above, like a full it's, on it's question like, mark above, above letter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. It goes, sometimes it goes with the house. Clearly, I am not your uh, Vietnamese expert here. For those of you guys and gals who are listening yeah. who don't speak Vietnamese, it's okay. Yeah. Neither do I, apparently. Yeah, we're both terrible at Vietnamese. Yeah. Uh, There's a reason no why idea. this is called just Asian, blah, 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 just Asian things and not just Vietnamese things. Yeah, true. We, we're, we speak from a uh, specific Vietnamese, Orange County, California perspective, but uh, we'll try our best to semi be yeah overall asian inclusive so as of this recording we are the number one top rated vietnamese asian american podcast in orange county located in this specific area of midway city dude once we upload this shit and we like filter to find our own podcast we're gonna find out there's gonna be like 20 other orange county asian podcasts and we're like fuck but in midway city you're right. In Midway City? I yeah. don't know. Watch me your fucking neighbor or something. Like oh, mailing shit. address. Same building. They're probably recording right now and they're like, why are those fuckers being so loud? Yeah, we are talking really loud. They're only at four and a half followers. We've already got ten. Yeah. Duh. We're we're behind. We'll we'll catch up eventually. Yeah. We just need five and a half more followers. Yeah. But dude, on that topic though, speaking softly, like it's so true. Like, like when you want to say soda in like an English Vietnamese accent. Right? It's, it's like soda. Soda. Right? Is right. that kind of weird? It like, is. Why? Why do we have to speak softer in Vietnamese? It the has to maybe? do with. I mean, I, I could come with like a bullshit yeah. reason, but our, our listeners probably don't want to hear that. Yeah. I was going to speak Vietnamese right now, but I don't want to embarrass myself. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to hear you embarrass yourself. Dude. I thought my Vietnamese was bad, but then I heard your Vietnamese when you talked to your mom. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? The important thing <laughs> with language to remember is as long as what you're trying to convey is being communicated, yeah. that's all that matters. Dude, I'm surprised, that's what language is. I'm surprised your mom even fucking understands you, dude. Even I had a hard time understanding you. We have you. like this specific dialect of Vietnamese. Yeah, and you speak fucking like fast when you speak in Vietnamese Do I? too. Yeah. Even your sister speaks better Vietnamese than you. Well, number one, <laughs> first of all, how dare you? Number two, how dare you? Yeah, dude, her Vietnamese isn't bad. 
I'm, I think my Vietnamese probably is among the worst in my family. All right, fine. Let's have let's have my sister be our third guest speaker co-host. Yeah, she can speak in Vietnamese the entire yeah, time. She can speak in Vietnamese and she can translate. She can be our dub. Oh, she can be our she, dub. She'll dub us for our Vietnamese only listeners. Th- that's like the half of the listeners. Yeah, you know how like that's the 0.5 listener like, right there. Exactly. Do you know like like when you grew up, did you and your family ever watch like what I call them? My family calls like Phim Tao. Yeah, Phim Tao. So like, they're chi- Wait, no, they're Vietnamese subtitled Chinese dubbed. No, like, Vietnamese dubbed Chinese original. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, yeah that's yeah, how yeah. it is. Yeah. Or like Phi Nhat Hang or like, you know what I mean? Like the Korean version. Yeah, so, so for all of y'all out there who are not Vietnamese and who don't know the fuck what we're talking about, it's essentially like a Chinese drama sitcom. It's like a... It's like a K-drama, but like, yeah, like dubbed in Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Yeah. It's like a novella. So there are like yeah. usually most of the time, what, pe- people who are soldiers are in the military and people who are emperors. Yeah, like super dramatic. Royal palace people. Wait, you know how when we sign up for this podcast, when we upload this to whatever platforms we're going to be uploading it to, we have to specify like what category we are? Yeah. What are we going to say? C- comedy? Asian comedy in Orange County. <laughs> now we're getting in really this address. We're number one in our category. <laughs> we're number one in our field now. Okay. We're number one podcast. Podcast Nation. We're number one. We did it. But like. Day one, number one. Because like, it was like, I, I subscribe to like, I think it's called PodTrack. And they kind of tell you like what categories are number one right now and on the rise. And comedy actually is like kind of stagnant and like news and uh, like mystery crime oh, is shit. on the rise. Should this turn out to be more of like, I don't know, just Asian crime? Where we talk about, where we talk about Asians getting stabbed and murdered. Fucking, z- what is that? Xenophobia right now in, in yes. today's society because of the pandemic. Yes. You guys don't like us because we're chinky and we turn red when we drink alcohol. Yes. So, more so me though. More so you. You're not red right now. So, at all. Y- so you turn red when you drink. Yeah. And I'm just naturally chinky. Yes. So we, we exemplified like the Asian stereotype. Do I not look that chinky? No. Why? Because you look red. And that's, <laughs> those are the cards just handed to I you. Just because I fucking look red, no, I'm not chinky? It's one or the other. Like, those you're are either chinky or you turn red? You. No, dude. Well, I mean, what? maybe if you're shit out of luck, you can be both. And then nobody would want to date you, so. I, I do turn it very easily red. My, 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 like, my dad, my dad dad, not my stepdad, uh, was allergic to alcohol. He would get like hives and shit and like rashes whenever he drinks alcohol. Mm-hmm. So like at least luckily I am not allergic as well, but I think I kind of gotten his like sensitivity towards alcohol and turned more red than the rest of my family. Really? Like, no one in my family turns red except for me. Well, I mean, I don't turn red when I drink alcohol, mm-hmm. but whenever I talk to a cute girl, like I turn red. So, I mean, my girlfriend knows how red I turn whenever we're all Whenever you just talk to her all the time, like, you're just like naturally red. I'm like, hey babe, what's up? And then boom, red. Tomato, Aww. cherries. Your Chris is in love. Boom. You see what I just did there? Mm-hmm. Plus five boyfriend points. Exactly. All yes. this is recorded, and when she listens to this, and whenever she needs a reminder, she can just play this over. Yes. I, I need all the points I can get. Don't want to be in the negatives. True. It's not a good place to be. Daily, you're losing points, so constantly you actively have yeah, to. Yeah, that's like points. the Asian perfectionist that's been molded into me. Like I'm like, I need to get those points. I need to get my A. Yeah. You can't be lagging behind. You can't be no, you can't. slowing down. Like, dude, when I was a kid, my mom used to drill that into me. She's like, hey, B 
be better why can't you be like your fucking cousin <laughs> like look at how smart the that fucking natural is. like vietnamese comparisons to our rest of our family yeah that's like what all asian families Dude, do in fucking hindsight like i get it like i understand why like certain asian family members do that like whenever you go to a gathering they're always like oh so what are you doing now how much money you're making like oh when are you getting married oh why don't you be like this person but Dude, in hindsight, looking back, I feel like I could have been so much more, at least growing up. I feel like nowadays I'm like very talkative and outgoing. But like growing up, dude, I feel like that shit made me more introverted for that reason. Like, isn't that I right? don't want yeah. to be compared. Like, yeah. so I'll just try to do my own thing purposefully, but then kind of be the black sheep in that sense because I'm purposely trying to go against the grain. You know, I feel like all of that has kind of more to me to be, become a little bit more sarcastic fuck. Like, mm-hmm. what's that? When am I going to get married? I yeah. don't know. When are you going to find your third wife? You know, <laughs> like how much money do I make? Well, probably two times as much as you do now, you know? Like, yeah. Stop living I mean, that is your true. You're fucking making bank now. Yeah. But what the fuck were you like? You were selling me a story like like one or two days ago when you were like, like when you and I first met, you were that was when you were kind of like trying to almost like create a persona for yourself. Right. Like we started college. We met in college together. We met in yeah, co- yeah, yeah, at we college, did. and and then now at the time you were like trying to build a persona for yourself. And yeah, I was so different. trying to like figure myself out. I'm like, how do I go from this shy, quiet, reserved kid, yeah. into someone who's the opposite of that? And it kind of took me a while. Uh, I mean, college really helped with that. So I I would like to thank all of the partying and the alcohol yeah. and the late but- nights of not doing homework. Yeah, it really helped mold me into who I am. We're going to try not to, but we might say some stupid shit. We'll probably say some stupid shit yeah. that some of you guys aren't going to like. And for when that time does happen, I mean, it sucks to be you guys, but also yeah. we're sorry. But also it sucks to be you guys. I mean, we're going to try not to be offensive, but we want this podcast to be supernatural yeah. and unfiltered. So, so sometimes shit might... So we're trying to try not yeah. to be offensive, but we're not going to try not to be stupid. So that's, that's just kind of impossible for the two of us. <laughs> I, uh, I think I understood that. Let's just say yes. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying yes to that. Yes. Um, but whatever we say, it is our own personal opinion and does not reflect anything um, of our peers or employers or whatever. Yeah. Everything so, we say is of ourselves only. Yeah, so whatever I say only reflects me. Yes. Obviously, and not which me. Is, which is why I say it. Yes. Well, I can't speak for you. Your stupidity does not speak for my stupidity. Okay, two different levels of stupidity. Exactly. <laughs> Who is more stupid? That is the next segment. Can we have a little vote thing on the IG story? Like, who oh. do you think is stupider, more stupid? Yeah, dude, we can't, honestly. We can't even figure that out. Dude, once we do have more shit to post on Instagram, though, and, like, other social media platforms, I'm definitely going to go ham with, like... The little like oh, stories and polls, we right? Made. Yeah, says the guy who's been skipping out on social media. I know I've been really bad, and social media is my job too. It's like my focus. Yeah, but right, just a little bit earlier, you're like, dude, I haven't been on social media a lot. I know. And I'm like, but honestly, it, isn't your job literally to, just to do that? Yes, my job is social media, but like, so many people have been let go or I don't know, gotten in trouble from social media. Like shit, they post even at the time, even if they don't think it's offensive. Like you know how shit get you know. Like, cancel culture, right? Yeah, like, cancel culture. Like, you get caught, like, years later, and you can still get fired for that shit. Like, I'm scared of that, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be caught posting something that, like, might seem appropriate at the time, but maybe, like, 10 years down the road, even five months down the road, 
someone no. throws a little tamper tantrum. Yeah, someone finds out, and they're like, that's not right. And I gotta let go of that. Like, well, I mean, hopefully it's like a James Gunsworth situation. You're familiar with him, right? Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Something, something. He posted something a long time ago. He apologized for it publicly. And then he still got fired for it yeah. somewhere down the line. And yeah. then once the moment was right, like, they hired him back. They're like, hey, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, we're no James Cameron or James Cameron, James Gunn. <laughs> so, we're, we're not James Cameron or James Gunn. <laughs> we're, we're neither Jameses. And so I feel like it'd be also yeah. mostly because our names, you know, just aren't James. Yeah, true. It's John and Chris. Yes. John and Chris, just Chris Asian Things podcast. What's up? Can I be a Chris Cameron? Do you know there's so many fucking Chris's though? This sh- Wait, how many? Wait. There's uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans. Chris Evans. What's the other Chris? Chris? Chris Pines? No. Chris Pines. What? Yeah. Wait, Chris Pines? Is, fucking, is Chris Pines a real person? Is he? Am I crazy? Am Wait, I the, dude, the dude in Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, Chris yeah, Pines? yeah, Chris Pines. Okay. I'm not crazy. I'm just stupid. Christopher Waltz. There's a lot of Chris's in, uh, that are famous right now yeah. in, in Hollywood. Can, can I be the next Chris to be in Hollywood, please? Is there a famous Asian Chris? I don't think so. No. Oh, I can be, I can be number one? You can be number one in your category. Okay, your yes. very my, my specific. very specific niche category yeah. of famous Chris's who happen to be Asian, who happen to be under six feet tall. Yeah, and as there be more Chris's, you can be like, oh, and wait, can, I'm, I'm number one Vietnamese Chris. Yes, I can, I can just start specifying my niche exactly. even more. And then when you have your fucking credits or when you apply for roles for acting, you can be like, I'm number one in my category. And they're like, what category is that? I'm the number one Vietnamese Orange County Chris category. Yes, who happens to reside at this address? Yes. You are number one. <laughs> that That's is... the way to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really excited for all of this acting and this new adventure I'm going on, dude. Yeah. Honestly, dude, I... When you first told me you were going to attempt or, or put your, your hat into the acting ring, I was like... This I know, guy real stupid. I'm like, this guy... Fucked up. No, just kidding. No, I actually thought like I believe in Chris in to do what he put his mind to do. I don't know if that was good grammar or not, but I feel like acting takes a certain level of like talent involved. And I'm not saying you're not talented, Chris. But you are saying I'm not talented. But I am saying <laughs> you you kind of lack a little bit of talent. <laughs> uh, no, but like it is like a skill that you like need to train yourself more like intrinsically rather than i feel like firefighting you know what i mean like right i like firefighting you can like put your mind towards it and like you can get there as long as you have that motivation consistently but with acting like it's like an intrinsic internal skill that like it, it's like harder to attain than like i don't know physical prowess or like memory memorizing yeah. memorizing certain like procedures for firefighting Dude, like you know i, I mean? totally agree with that there are so many talented actors who it just, it's just natural for them. They're it just, just fucking clicks, geniuses. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it clicks. Yeah. Or even like fucking certain child actors. You're like, dude, this guy clearly is punching above his weight or her weight, right? Um, like there's actors out there who are just like naturally, they just have it like intrinsic to them. And there's other actors like who train really, really hard to get it. So when you told me that you wanted to be an actor, I'm like, dude, Chris has so much work that he needs to do. But the fact like, right, 
I don't know if you should be telling anyone right now, but you yeah, just, just got signed them. on, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I just had an agency come to me. Yeah, as of today. Yeah, they they said, hey, we think you're cool. We want to represent you. Here's a contract. Sign it so we can make you famous and shit. Yeah. So as of today, you are officially a contracted actor for a talent agency, and you're a firefighter. And this podcast. And you're, this you do fucking podcast. This triple podcast. threat, Chris. All right. I, and, and what about me? I um, uh, You happen to be my, one of my best friends. Yeah, I am. So I, that's, I am, that's the number one thing for you. I am uh, your number one best friend, right? For all our listeners right now, just say it so everyone you're, listening you're right now. You're great. One of my best friends, John. Number one best friend. Correction, right? You are, you are one of the numbers. One, one is one of the numbers. Yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, I guess I'll make do for that, but um, I don't know. Just, this is for fun for me, but... This is as, for fun for me. Yeah, this is mainly for fun. I currently work in entertainment, but not trying to be an entertainer. So let's just see how this goes. I find you interesting. Maybe I'll find... Maybe... Oh, thank you. You're so nice to me. Only but maybe, sometimes. See, maybe that, was, that was an example of me acting. Yeah, that was all fake. <laughs> When you said you and I do a podcast, this is what I was imagining. At this level? Yeah. Like this energy, this banter, shooting the shit, even though I just said I wasn't going to say that anymore. Shooting the shit. Yeah. Can we keep a tally of how many times you say shooting the shit? I do shit? say it. Dude, fucking- Every, ta- every time you say that. Shut dude, dude, work lingo has made its way into my real life. Like at work, we always talk about, we got to give each other feedback. Like feedback, shooting the shit, sun shining, you know what I mean? Per se. Dude- I see those words so much in my real life, like my personal life now. I'm like the same exact way. Anytime I'm at home and like my baby's like, hey, babe, can you go ahead and like bring up, um, I don't know, like soda? Copy yeah. that, babe. Copy, <laughs> copy that. <laughs> copy that, love. Fucking, you're, you're fucking firefighting shit. Do you actually yeah. say copy that? Yeah, yeah, we say copy that like all the time. Okay. So, it- I mean, some people say Roger that, but I yeah, think that's yeah. more, I mean, that's other different services. Yeah. Is it just like a military thing? Like I, you- That might be military. It's, I mean, I think it's still a thing, but fire service people have been saying copy that for like a long time now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, oh, that cool. plus, what else do I say? Um, I, I say like, that's affirmative a lot. Oh, you do say that. I yeah. Hear, you say affirmative often. Yeah. Hey Chris, uh, what do you do? You, do you think this uh, this podcast is any good so far? Affirmative. affirmative. Not, not, <laughs> not yes. Affirmative. Affirmative. It makes sense, dude. It's kind of weird, right? Like your work life. Even though I personally try to keep it very separate, work life and personal life, like it overlaps. Like Th- there is overlap. Yeah. Like what you learn on the job, you do take with you to your personal life. Like it's really hard not to do it. Yeah. Like. Every neighborhood I drive through, um, every building we go through, I'm like, hmm, yeah. Why would I do this place caught on fire right now? <laughs> it's like the first thought that pops Constantly, into my head. Wherever you go, Constantly. what if fire was around me right we're, now? We're in like a brick building, yeah. with like no possibility of fire nearby. What would I do if fire caught yeah. right now? I I'm just fucked. That's the truth of it. Sometimes I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it is. It is kind of funny how that works out, but I mean. You know, I don't mind. I feel like a lot of the things I've learned at work made me who I am right now, and I don't mind who I am right now. Yeah. I mean, I love everything about the fire service, like who yeah. it's made me as a person, mm-hmm. the responsibilities I have, my ability that I, mm-hmm. that I can use to like help people in my community. Yeah. I mean, I've always enjoyed helping those who are deserving. So like, even at my job right now, dude, all of the time, 
we train like these what we call explorers. They're yep. basically um, boys and girl scouts who are trying to get a job in the fire service. So they're mini firefighters. Mm-hmm. And like we teach them all of the different skills and like rope tying techniques and strategies yep. and tactics. So I, I enjoy teaching and I enjoy giving back to the community. Same. That's like one of the things I kind of miss most about like pre-pandemic was that like mentoring people, mm-hmm. like being part of like at, at CSCLB, like I was part of like their, the SCPD like mentorship program. Okay. Just like fun, entertaining to myself, but also like feels good to pass on shit I learned on my own without a mentor uh at school and to pass on and hopefully like you know if people who are lost like help them put them on a certain path it doesn't have to be my path that they have to emulate but like a path that they feel comfortable with yeah so i mean you know like with me i never had like a role model in my life to kind of like tell me what to do and like where i wanted to be in life so yeah. a lot of it was i had to learn from myself and i mean i did have some mentors along the way but there were mentors that i found myself you know that i reached out to yes and where i like utilized those resources to further myself like i'd never like made excuses so yeah i mean that's that's something that i want to give to like other people who need it yes yeah. i want to be able to give them the resources and help that they need if that's something that they want i think that's a good mindset like i don't know like uh i mean i, I don't want to say that i did everything on my own right like because without my parents for example yeah. my mom or my stepdad um or my sister you know or my grandparents etc like i i would not have been able to get to my current situation which i think i'm in a really good place if it wasn't for the help of of my family members but that being said like like career wise professionally wise i didn't have like someone who i could emulate or someone to look into look look up to like you said um but i do think while i think there is value in being like a quote-unquote self-made person uh everyone can benefit from having a role model or a mentor yeah so having that ability and having that mindset to give back to the community, I think is super important, especially for Asian communities where- So important. Yeah, especially like Asians are super competitive. You know what I mean? Like, we're so competitive. Like, and we're so prideful. Like we don't want to ask for help. No one's more prideful than me, dude. You fucking you, know that. That is true. Like, like and, and same for myself. Like I, I, my pride will stop me sometimes from like maybe- talking to someone or like doing the things I want to do because I feel like, fuck that go, kind of goes against the image i kind of built for myself but that pride honestly is is a hindrance in progressing and i think as part as asian american ourselves we need to put away our pride and, and help each other out and ask for help when we need it because i agree you know that's why that's something i love about like the black community and like the whole thing about like you know creating the black experience they're so supportive of each other and they, they hype each other up like everyone's everyone's hype man yeah so i think we've just started doing that a little bit more like as asians across the board yeah i mean before i think we were a little bit more divided like within our specific ethnicities yes but now i think it's the the time where we've kind of united as a whole yeah as a collective i mean i know you don't play video games anymore but um and i know your roommate just got a ps5 but the spider-man miles morales video game had this like really good um plot twist that I've never seen in a superhero movie before or any Spider-Man movie for that fact. But basically like Miles Morales is half, I think half Mexican and half like African-American, right? Okay. And uh, he, and the whole game takes place in Harlem, like his community. So Peter Parker exists to take care of New York and Miles Morales is almost like the neighborhood, neighborhood superhero, neighborhood, okay, neighborhood yeah. Spider-Man for Harlem. And at the end, there's like the twist in the game, basically spoilers. Is, spoilers yeah spoilers 
stop here, skip here, 15, 20 seconds if you don't want to hear spoilers for Spider-Man Miles Morales. But basically, the twist is that in the end, all of Harlem learns Miles' identity as Spider-Man. But as a collective, as a community, they choose to keep it a secret from the rest of the world. Hmm. And I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Like, this is, like, more relevant now than ever before. Like, this just shows the power of community. Yeah, power of, of community, of unity. Exactly. Of being kind to one another. Yeah, and, like, that's the thing, too, about being Asian American. Like, we should hype each other up and help each other out and not be each other's enemies yeah. because of our cultures. Anytime, like, I see an Asian on the big screen, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if they're, like, Korean or Chinese or not Vietnamese. I'm like, fuck yeah, you do you, man. Yeah. That's Big how I feel about to Simi Lu. Yeah. And that's how I feel about, like, yeah, like Simi Lu, like uh, Marvel's uh, Shang-Chi or, right? Shang-Chi? Probably Shang-Chi. Um, or, like, Crazy Rich Asians. Like, you know, it's all based around, like, specific Singaporean culture, Singaporean culture or, like, Chinese culture. But, like, the fact that it is Asian. East Asian at large, I, I, I was there for it to support just for that fact alone. Yeah. Um, but when we do have more Asian representation in entertainment and mainstream media, I do think there should be more nuances to the types of Asian cultures that are represented. Like, I would love to see a Vietnamese culture movie one day in mainstream, like we saw, you know, with Crazy Rich yeah. Asians and Chinese culture. Um, I can't remember the exact phrase, but essentially it's like the wave lifts like all of the boats. So yeah. just because like someone's um, Korean doesn't yes. mean it's just going to lift Koreans. It's going to lift all of us Asians up into the mainstream media. Yeah, I agree. And I don't even know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I feel like a lot of non-Asians kind of look at East Asians as like one collective, right? Like when you say Asian, you typically think of East Asians, not even South Asians. Yeah, right? but they're no, we're more, all Asian. more like the East Asian Yeah, type. but like, you know, I guess a, a negative in the sense that they're kind of blending in a bunch of East Asian cultures. Like, Vietnamese, like us Vietnamese people, aren't the same as Thai or Indonesian or Filipino, yeah, right. right? But I guess a pro would be, like you said, when one of us gets lifted up, the rest of us goes with. Yeah, so I think it's just like a matter of time now. Yep. Yeah, man. And then here you're pursuing your acting. You joined a very like inclusive um, Asian, I think, right? Yeah, like, it's like an all-Asian agency. So yeah. specifically for a little bit more representation across the board. Yeah, I think that's good, man. Got a freaking step it up and yeah and uh you know so hopefully one of these days you guys can see me boom boom yeah punching things on this big chris, screen chris will be uh one of the, uh, the potential future role models for for aspiring asian yeah as long as actors. i don't like fuck it up you know because i mean i never had a role model so i mean i'm trying to like still figure shit up as i go to yeah. make sure i don't fuck it up for everyone else who doesn't have role models yeah i don't know fucking what's his name like the asian dude from like hangover but like I think it's great that he, as a comedian, is getting so much visibility. And, like, he is funny, right? But, like, those types of portrayals of Asians now, I feel like, like we should avoid those actively. Like, yeah. We don't want to be almost, like, regressing. In I, terms I of think that we, was good for the time, yes. like, it, when it was um, created. Yep. But we, we've done, like, a lot more now. And we have a lot more ability now to be seen on the mainstream yeah. media where... We don't have to like limit ourselves. Yeah. So I agree. We're we're finally we're finally getting there. Yeah. But dude, yeah, at the time, like you were telling me, like, and I don't know if you want to tell our, our listeners. You can but, tell them anything. I'm an open book. But like I don't know if I'm a good book, but I'm an open book. You, you, C plus at your best. Okay. Not a New York Times bestseller. C plus, plus like the code or yeah. like C plus. Uh C 
plus minus. Let's just go with that. All right, I can. I am clearly we're we're clearly not coders. <laughs> um, so you were telling me that um, when you kind of like were forging your persona almost because you were trying to be a certain way on purpose, but like that persona ended up being the real you after some time. Like you feel that need though because of your upbringing, right? Like of your experiences. Yeah. In yeah. High so I mean. I was just so quiet back in high school. I never really had a big male role model in my life. Um, yeah. Shout out to my mom for raising me alone for so much of her time. Same. Same mom. Yeah, never a big role, male role model. So I kind of had to figure it out as I went along. And part of that meant like I had to kind of fake it till I made it. Yeah. And I, the, all my only male role models were based off of mainstream media. Like an anime. I, would, I would watch like sitcoms. Oh, I'm yeah, like, hey, sitcoms. that guy seems funny and cool. Yeah. And girls like him. So fuck, I'm gonna fucking try to be him. Yeah. Shoot, your life is like a real life sitcom. Yes. Everything a, about a dramedy. <laughs> fucking happy and sad. Happy and sad. Um, that's yeah. true though. I mean, did you have any certain like Asian role models growing up? Or were those role models you're talking about like mm. mostly white or of non Asian descent? So for most of the mainstream media, it would be, I think, like these cool white characters. Like one of them was Barney Stinson yeah. on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, fucking yeah. Terrible yeah. role model, by the dude, way. You make for... so many fucking How I Met Your Mother puns when I met you, dude. Oh, that's right. Obnoxious. I yeah. <laughs> I, fucking... Well, I'm so obnoxious. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's a terrible role model, by the way, for those yeah. of you like impressionable youth looking, looking into this podcast. Like terrible role model. Wait, why? I haven't seen How I Met Your Mother, so I don't know anything well, about it. Well, essentially, he's a womanizer. I mean, he's confident. He's uh... funny. He's well dressed. Yeah, yeah. And for someone who's like never seen that before in his life, like it, he was, it was something to aspire towards. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I, I just try to try to become him. Yeah, I mean, I, I succeeded, but over time, I kind of made it my own personality. I would say. So you're, you would say you're, you're Barney Stinson. 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 You're Barney Stinson now. You're toxic. I, I, I used to be Barney Stinson, <laughs> and then I evolved even more from that. So I mean, in a good way or in a bad way. In, you in just you way. just talk down on that character role, and but then you just adopted. You just said you adopted the personality. I, I, so. I said I, t I molded it for myself, man. In a good way or in a bad way. That's in, like, in a, a good way, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back in college, so you're not toxic. I, I was toxic. I fixed myself. <laughs> Fucking okay. Yeah. I I fixed everything. It was like a detox program. Yeah. Yeah. Well, detox program took some took a little bit of time. Yeah. You got there. Yes. Herbal life. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. Yes. Join, join our Just Asian Things pyramid scheme. Yes. Please uh, share this with your our fellow listeners. And uh, we have to pay us first and in order for you to promote it. So Exactly. Yes. Fucking ML MLMs, though, are a real thing. And even like actual legitimate private companies like from what i know are adopting mlm programs really because it's just proven to actually work even though people nowadays are aware mlm programs are typically scams it's yeah. kind of scary i mean egypt you know was the first place to figure out pyramid schemes work that was obviously worked out well for them <laughs> <laughs> i see what you did there um i can't true though yeah wow that that's the thing like people who you haven't talked to in five years hey you know you seem like you're doing so great let me tell you a little about me like i'm a boss ass person now my yeah. own business by the way would you like to be an affiliate with Dude, so and so i almost fucking got into one in high school though like i Shit, had a me too you too me too 
Dude, I was like, I had no idea what they were, and I had no idea what pyramid schemes were. I was like, I don't know, like I was like 16 or something. Like one of my closest friends at the time, I haven't talked to him in fucking dec- like a decade now, but he like invited me to go like meet his friends or whatever I've never met before. We ended up driving like 45 minutes outside our town to like some random house. I'm like, okay, this is kind of weird. And then it turned out to be like a fucking MLM to yeah. sell like drinks or something. It was like some type of like energy drink. And I was like, okay. what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I'm not paying like 50 bucks or a hundred bucks or whatever it was to like get a hundred cans or something and then sell it and try to get other people to sell, to it, sell for it for me. Right. Like, I was like, what the fuck is this? What was your scheme though? Dude. So I think this was back when I was in college. Somebody I haven't talked to, I think for three years. So I was like, Hey Chris, how are you doing? Yeah. Glad to see you're doing well. By the way, you want to come with me to this awesome business meeting where we talk about our future prospects mm-hmm. and awesome ways to make money. I was like, sure, you're why, like down. Fucking, why not? Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't fucking go. know better. So I went there and it was a fucking pyramid scheme. And they were like, hey, we have this amazing program. We had yeah. this amazing product what and we want uh, some sort of skincare beauty thing. And we want you guys to go out and tell other people about it so you guys can make money, but also you guys have to give us money. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still dumb during that time. Did you actually do it? No, I didn't. Thank God I didn't. But I was thinking about it because while I was there, I mean, I had some extra money and I saw this cute girl who I kind of wanted to impress. Yeah. And I think that's always been the theme of my life is I've always wanted to like impress these cute girls. Yeah. So I saw her and I was like, oh shit, you know what will make her like me? If I flex right now and I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm down. all in for this pyramid scheme. Thousand bucks. Put me at the very bottom. I'll carry everyone and give everyone money right now. But you didn't actually do no, it. No, and then, and then like after a couple of days, I'm like, okay, that's a fucking, number one, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Number two, I mean, she was cute, but like, I mean, whatever. Not worth it. Not worth a thousand bucks. Yeah. It's not worth whatever I was going to like put into it. Yeah. 50 bucks. Not yeah. even worth it. Not even worth it. <laughs> not even worth it. And number three, bucks. I mean, I should really reevaluate some of my life decisions. Yeah. Wait, how old were you when you were gotten to this situation? I want to say I was 19. Oh, you're older then. Dude, you, that means I met you when this shit happened then. Possibly, yeah. Right? Because I was 18. You were seven. You're, no, you were 19. I think you did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking shit. We were in college then. Yeah. College student. Still making dumb decisions. Yeah. Dude, so many dumb decisions in college. Yes. Honestly. Dude, I fucking chose the college I, I went to because of the girlfriend I had at the time. My high school girlfriend. Really? That's yeah. how you decided? Wait, did I ever tell you this story? No, you didn't. Okay, yeah, dude, I fucking I'm chose- your best friend, and you never told me this story? I, yeah, I, I fucking, I guess not. No, I don't know the story you're not number one. Boy, shit, you just bad. admitted I'm not number one? Oh, shit, my bad. Who the it. fuck is number one, then? I am. Because you know why? Okay, I then who's love, number two? I gotta love myself. Okay, then who's number two? This is a MySpace top eight. What the fuck? Yeah, right now. Top, top three in order. Okay, you number one. Three. Do Who's I, number two? Do all of our listeners even get that reference with the MySpace? No. Our, not, not that they're under probably 20, huh? We're kind of aiming for the uh, uh, 35 plus age bracket right now, even though we're only uh, Can we 25, aim for like or so. 5 to like 65 age bracket? 5 to 65? 5 to 65. I don't know. From my experience no in, in marketing and research, that aiming too broad ain't going to work for us. But. That's true. All right. So we're just going to aim for 5 to 6 years old. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like at, wait, after this first podcast, we're going to have what? Like maximum five listeners so two two or five really? listeners i was only right gonna aim for four and a half how do you get half a person <laughs> i don't know like bad math <laughs> bad, sh- bad bad rounding short people short people yeah okay uh two, two people my size equal one person yes if you're chris's size you count as half a person 
Um, but no, like, yeah, I just fucking chose Cal State Long Beach, um, which was where we went and we went to, like, because of the girlfriend I had at the time in high school. Like, first ever girlfriend, like, first person, Aww. you know, first a lot of things. So when she told me, and, you know, I th- she wasn't, like, super ambitious. So, like, when she told me that she was only going to apply and go to Cal State Long Beach because our high school you were had smitten. a guaranteed, like, deal or something to mm-hmm. go to Cal State Long Beach, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll go there with you. I didn't even try applying to anywhere else, despite even ha- despite having like decent grades. And like in hindsight, I regret it. Like I feel like I could have gone to a way better school. Like I'm not not right, saying yeah. Cal State Long Beach is a bad school. I feel like I could have gone to other schools had right. I wanted to. Um, well, I mean, she's like your first. A lot of things happen with your first, and yeah. sometimes you're not just ready for the reality of it. Yeah, but I mean, in hindsight, like I made it work. Like I was like, okay, if I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to CSU, like I I know you're not gonna be as many opportunities. I have to put myself out there. I have to join extracurriculars. And if it wasn't for joining extracurriculars, I, I would have never met you because yeah. we are different majors, right? Like you were. Yeah, a, like we're it? in the same business fraternity. Yeah, but you were a marketing major, mm-hmm. and I was a fucking biology major. You were a bio major this I was whole a bio time. Major. <laughs> I know. Bio major and a business major. I thought you were like some kinesiology major. Or no, something. shout out to the fucking impulsiveness, dude. Dude, no fucking way. But I, I like to cheers this alcoholic drink yes. to your first girlfriend and terrible decision making. Yes, cheers. And that just about wraps up our show. Thank you guys so much for listening in. That was our first podcast episode. So please, uh, if you're listening to this, especially on Apple Music, leave a review for us. We would love to hear any feedback. If you guys can follow us on any of our social media websites at Just Asian Podcast, and we'll be sure to thank you guys very much. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, again, this was our first podcast, so uh, we are very curious to hear what y'all think about uh, our perfor- performance so far. Performance, performance, uh, format, format. Whatever your thoughts are, if you guys liked us, let us know. If you guys thought that we suck as fuck. Let us know too. Yes, suck as fuck. (laughs) Hashtag it.